coming up. Because there are places in our lives that we are not letting God be God. We're trying to tell God what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And it hurts our intimacy with God. We don't get to it because we haven't appreciated him as God. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. The greatest thing you can do with your life is to get to know God. In this message series, Getting to Know God, Pastor Rob explains the benefits and requirements of being in relationship with God and why this is the best way to spend your life. Here's part three. So Moses is talking to the bush. God's telling him to say, I am sent you. Then he also says in verse six, uh, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. So Moses is getting more facts about I am that he didn't have before. Okay. Step three in the growth uh, process is friendship. Friendship. So we start out with recognition. We move to get acquainted. We get facts. Now the next level is to move to friendship. It includes developing appreciation for an individual's personality. Developing an appreciation for an individual's personality. Matthew 16, 13 through 17 says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They reply, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked. What do you say? Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. So look what happened here. Peter didn't originally know this about Jesus. At some point in him learning Jesus' name, getting acquainted with Jesus, it, be, it came to him, according to Jesus, it came to him through the Father that now uh, Peter can say, you are the Messiah. And Jesus says, the only reason you know that is because the Father must have told you. So now Peter is at the place of knowing uh, Jesus person, not just the peripheral things about him, but something personal. And, and the fact that Peter is saying, those folks say you're John the Baptist, Jeremiah, Isaiah, one of the prophets, but not me, Lord. I know something different. I say you're the Messiah. So now uh, Peter is getting is in the place in the level of friendship because he's appreciating who Jesus is, his person. When we say personality, it's his person. Now, 
Moses, on the other hand, in Exodus 3, 6, it says, Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. So look at what happened. Moses got some more facts about God, and then when Moses heard that, Moses began to appreciate who God was. And it caused him to hide his face. That was a show, oh, I, okay, I get it. Now, here's the thing. It, here's the thing. When you gather the right facts about somebody and they're vetted, you can move to friendship real quick. I'm going to say that again. When you gather the facts about someone and those facts are vetted, proven to be true, you can move to friendship real quick. And here's the thing. Moses was an Israelite, though he grew up in the palace. Before he left, you know the story where he killed an Egyptian, right? Because he got involved with two of the brothers, uh, Israelites, that were fighting. Moses was very familiar with the Israelites. He lived in the land with them for 40 years. He was very familiar with them. So when God said, I am the, the God of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses knew he understood that very clearly. He understood what that meant because he knew the history of the children of Israel. So that's why when he heard it from the bush, <laughs> right, he could say, oh, okay, I get it. It's not, you know, it's, that's, that's proven and vetted. I don't have to wait and say, I don't have to scratch my head on that. I get it. So then it caused him right away to reverence him and to hide his face because he said, oh, yeah, he's really God. Because those facts were proven to him. Now, I want to, uh, <laughs> this whole friendship thing, um, we, we have to learn um, to appreciate things about people. Sometimes it's hard. It ain't always easy. I know y'all been there. It's been hard to appreciate some folk. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just be honest. <laughs> right? But we got to learn. Now, one is that they created in God's image. Okay? Christ died for that person. So we have to find it in ourselves some kind of way <laughs> to appreciate them. I'm just giving you a couple reasons how you can do it, why you can do that. So this takes us to the fourth level of growth is intimacy. Intimacy, write that down. It includes understanding and accepting an individual's motivations and values. Understanding and accepting an individual's motivation and values. John 13, three through nine says, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power 
and that he had come from God and was returned to, turning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured, out, poured water in a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. And then, then Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Look, look at what happened here as as Peter is growing in relationship with Jesus, Peter says, I don't want you to wash my feet. And y'all know foot washing isn't, you know, that, that could be an intimate thing, right? Right. And, and Peter says, no, Lord. Now, understand that the folk in that time has some nasty feet, Okay. We, we think we see some nasty feet now, though. They have some nasty feet because they, they didn't have Nikes and Pumas and Adidas and Stacey Adams and, you know, all that stuff we had today. You know, they walked around on dirt roads with toes out, you know, so the feet was nasty. So this whole idea of doing this, Peter says, no, I don't want you to do that because that's too nasty. you too honorable for that. But then Jesus says, if I don't wash you, though, then you have no part with me. Jesus is telling him what's important to him, what his values are. And then once Peter began to understand that, he accepted it. And he says, well, just wash all of me then. That's intimacy. Now, I want to I pause for a moment here before we talk about Moses, because this is something that we can learn in our relationships with each other, with our spouses, our siblings, our families, friends, is that because sometimes we haven't, we haven't walked through these growth levels with people for whatever reason. And we find we have problems being intimate with them because we haven't walked through these levels. I want to point out one in particular is that we haven't learned to accept their, their personality. We haven't learned to just appreciate their personality. We want them to just be like we want them to be. And oftentimes it's like us. We want them, okay, think like I, th I think, like the foods I like, like the entertainment I like. And sometimes we force our likes onto them, what we want onto them, and it hinders us from getting to an intimacy because we haven't appreciated them for who they are yet. We're still trying to make them into something else. 
not allow them to be who they are. Now, this doesn't mean you accept the wrong about them, and it doesn't mean they accept the wrong about you, because y'all know it's a lot of wrong about us, too. It's, they have their, they're their own person. God made them unique, uniquely. They ain't you. They ain't your daddy. They ain't like your mama. They ain't like, they ain't like no, your cousin. They ain't like your favorite entertainer. They are them. And we have to accept them for who they are. That don't mean you agree with everything they do, but I'm talking about the core person they are, whether they're extroverted, introverted, whether they're they outgoing, loud, you know, quiet, whatever they are. That's, that's their personality. They're who they are. Stop trying to make them be something they're not. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, guarantee you, if you learn to accept people for who they are, you can get more intimate with them. You can get to the level of intimacy. Stop trying to turn them into something else. And so here, Peter was denying. He was fighting against Christ being who Christ was. Do you get this? Now, if, if, if Peter cannot, can fight to not let God be God, who are, who is other people? That's, 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 that's slim pickings. Do you know we, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Peter, but I'm also talking about us. Because there are places in our lives that we are not letting God be God. We're trying to tell God what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And it hurts our intimacy with God. We don't get to it because we haven't appreciated him as God in that area or in that way in our life. We don't want God to tell us what job to choose or where to live or what clothes to wear. Or whatever your thing is, you just, you just want to do what you do. You know, it's not, you know, God, if God has something to say about it, you really don't care, you know, <laughs> Because I done made my mind up that I'm going to do this thing or whatever it is. And God might say, you know, this is why one of the reasons I love Paul. Paul was bad. I, Paul is fascinating to me. Paul was talking about eating meat that was offered to idols. And he was saying how it's really nothing wrong with it. It really doesn't matter. It's just a piece of meat. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I understand y'all are bickering over this thing and fighting, arguing over whether or not a person should eat this meat off of the idols or not. Paul says it really ain't a big deal. It does. If I eat it, so what? If I don't eat it, so what? But Paul says, but Paul says, I like meat. I eat meat. Don't matter whether I do or not. He said, but if it offends you, I won't eat meat ever again. That's what Paul said. He said, I, I would just stop doing it if it's offending you. Because he was committed to helping people get closer to God. He didn't want to do anything that would hinder them from getting to God. And if, I, if, if eating meat is one of those things, he said, I'm not going to eat it. I just won't ever eat it. 
even though it really didn't matter if I do or not. And I'm using that as an example of how wherever they are at that time, Paul was just accepting it. He was like, okay, don't want to offend anyone or hinder anybody from getting to God. So we can do ourselves a favor if we learn to appreciate people for who they are. Stop trying to change them into something else. And then you will see your intimacy with that individual go deeper. And that includes with God. Stop trying to tell God how to be God. So Exodus 3, 9 says, 3, 9 and 10. And how the... The, and now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, God speaking, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go and I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. So we said uh, you get intimate when you start to understand and accept uh, in a person's motivations and values. And here, God is expressing to Moses what his motivations are and what his values are. He said, I am motivated to get Israel out of Egypt. I value them. I made a promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and it's time. And I'm sending you to go bring them out. God is expressing his motivations and his values. And initially, Moses wasn't feeling it. He wasn't feeling it. This hurt his intimacy with God at that moment because he didn't understand or accept God's values and motivations. Okay. Moses started talking about uh, why me? Why are you sending me? <laughs> he starts saying, uh, you know, I don't speak well. You know, I got this stuttering problem. You know, so he said, then they ain't going to listen to me or believe me. You know, Pharaoh ain't going to let them go. Right? He's fighting against God's motivations and values. But eventually, God kept talking to him because that's what God do. He don't give up on you either. No matter how hard you try to turn your back, he don't give up on you. Right? God kept talking to him. And then eventually in Exodus 4, verse 19 and 20, Moses, okay, Moses says, okay, I understand. I accept your values and motivations. He says here, now, now the Lord has said to Moses and Midian, go back to Egypt for all those who wanted to kill you are dead. So Moses took his wife and, and sons, put them on a donkey and started back to Egypt. And he took the staff of God in his hand. <laughs> Now, understand, at this time, um, uh, Moses, God had done something to show Moses how he can turn his staff into a snake. And so God did some real convincing with him to show him that he was going to be with him and that he can do it even after all his complaints. And so Moses finally accepted 
And then the intimacy with God starts to grow. And then guess what's going to happen? As the story goes on, Moses began to see other sides of God that would just blow his mind. Same thing that happened to you in, with your relationship with God and your relationship with others. Once you allow yourself to go to that place of intimacy with people, you begin to see other sides of them that will bring you so much pleasure and joy and happiness. If you connect with people on an intimate level. Okay. So, one more point I want to make regarding this and be on your paper. Uh, we should understand the relationship building process is revolving. The relationship building process is revolving. And all that means is with an individual, you go to the recognition, you go to get an acquainted, you go to uh, friendship, and then you go to intimacy. But it circles back. You, you still get some more acquainted. You get some more. Uh, friend, friendship goes deeper. You get more intimate. It's, it's, it's revolving. It doesn't stop. You don't get there and say, okay, I'm here. We're intimate. No. And then on top of that, we're, we're dynamic. We're changing as individuals, and they're changing, so there's more to learn. They're having more life experiences that are affecting them. You're having more life experiences that are affecting you, so you got to keep at it. It's always, it's, it's revolving. You're learning more, you, you know, you're getting more acquainted, you know, getting more intimate, getting deeper friendship. It just keeps going on. Same thing is true with God. That's why you're going to be doing it for the rest of your life. Because there's so much nuance to God. Right? And we're created in this image, and we have some nuance too. Not quite as much. But even though you might think, you know, some of y'all might think that you got you just this special being, you know, but God is something else, you know, so much to learn about him. So it's revolving. Look what happened here in John chapter 14, six through nine. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. If you really know me. You will know my father as well. From now on, you do, you do know, who, know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the father, that, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the father. How can you say Show us the Father. Look, look what happened here. Philip had been with, with Christ three years, over three years, you know, hanging out with him every day. And, and, and Christ just told him, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And then Philip says, show us the Father. <laughs> First of all, I just told you, if you've seen me or you know me, you know the Father. Second of all, I've been showing you him for three years. And I'm not going to shake my head at Philip because the same, you know, <laughs> I, I see, you know, I see a bunch of hard heads in the room. Because God been showing us some stuff. Y'all, you ever been there? You, you ever been there? 
at the time, God was saying it, and you wasn't hearing it. And then, I don't know, five years up the road, you read that same passage again. You had unread like 100 times. And then all of a sudden, it speaks to you. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh. 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 I've been doing that all this time. God was speaking all the time. So it's, it's not a knock on Philip. It's a knock on us. It can be right in our face. We don't even see it. So it's revolving. And he wasn't saying that Philip didn't know him. He was saying, you not knowing me as father, though. It, in this way, you, you, are, you are lacking knowledge, Philip. He'd been with him for three years. Of course he knows some stuff about him. Of course he has a relationship with him. He wasn't saying don't know him at all. He's saying, but you, you've been missing this element of me all this time. So it has to be revolving. Because we're so hard-headed, we'll miss it the first time, the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth. We'll just keep missing it. Y'all been there? You just kept missing it? And all of a sudden, one day, the light bulb comes on. And you say, oh, Lord, I got it now. Okay, I got it. I see why you said that now. You know? I tell y'all this, I'm, I, I talk about myself in this way all the time, but this is, this is one of the, the things that I'm going to push, and I'm going to push till I die. And that is, we need to raise our level of love. Your love got to go higher. And you might say, I love enough. And you probably do. I'm not saying you don't love. I'm just saying it needs to go higher. I, I, I learned this. You know, I read the passage, husbands love your wives. Husbands love your wife. Read it, knew it, you know, been there, done that. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. And some years later, I don't know, about 25 years in or something, I don't know, you know, all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, the same passage, I'm going like, oh, that's what you meant. Y'all, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, like oh, that kind of love. Oh, I thought you were talking about this kind of love. No, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about that kind of love. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, that's what you meant. God said, yeah, that's what I meant the whole time. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you, all of us can raise our love. That's why it has to revolve. God got to keep telling us. Got to keep telling us. Because we don't get it. We're hard-headed. Hard-hearted at times. And thank God that he keeps telling us. So see on your paper. Oh, Exodus 33, um, um, 13. Also, uh, if you are pleased with me, teach me your way so I may know you and continue to have favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. So here's Moses, Moses asking God to go deeper with him. Just know Moses had seen the Red Sea part by now. Y'all get what I'm saying? Moses say, show me a little more of yourself. Oh, really? <laughs> but it just speaks to how deep God is. That's why it has to revolve. Moses has seen some stuff by now. And he's still saying, Lord, show me so I can know you. He's saying, he said, I need to know more. I need to go deeper with you. 
So I want to challenge you guys. See on your paper, action items. Here's some action items. Some action items. Number one, what will you do this week to get better acquainted with God and another person? That's the challenge, y'all. And just this week, just seven days, just seven days, y'all, just be intentional about the next seven days, figuring out something to do more than you've been doing just for seven days to get more acquainted with God or another person. Okay. Number two, and I left a line there for you to write something. Okay. Write something. Number two, what will you do this week to show you are God's and another person's friend? What will you do this week to show you are God's or an, and another person's friend? Just this week, just seven days, just, just seven days. All right. And number three, what will you do this week to deepen your intimacy with God and someone else? And I, on the outline, I told you how the, those levels are lived out. Just follow it. Get more facts about God to get acquainted or more facts about another person. Get acquainted. Okay. Um, uh, appreciate. Things about God, just do something that's going to help you appreciate God or another person. And then accept something about God that maybe you haven't really accepted and understood yet. And ask God to reveal it to you so you can be more intimate. And then think about somebody else, maybe somebody who's been a little hard for you to connect with about something you can just accept and understand about them and about their motives and their values so that that relationship can go deeper. That's the action items. Amen. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. 
Thank you for listening.